0: Hey, everybody, I'm Jenny Stone, and you're listening to Season 7, Episode 1 of HR Rescue. If this is your first time listening, welcome. The HR Rescue podcast provides business owners, new HR professionals, and HR Department of One with solutions and guidance on some of the most common HR issues. You can find us at hr-rescue.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into today's episode. As employers operate during COVID-19 pandemic and implement safety and health precautions throughout their workplaces, one issue many are facing is non-compliance with face mask requirements. Whether employers are obligated to require mask wearing by a state or local mandate, or taking it upon themselves to require them as a way to reduce the transmission of COVID-19 at work, it is undoubtedly a sensitive situation to confront for various reasons. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the Occupational Safety and Health Administration recommend the wearing of cloth face covering as a way to contain the wearer's respiratory droplets that may contain the virus that causes COVID-19. Face coverings are meant to prevent employees, including those who do not know they have the virus, from spreading it to others. Several states and localities require that face coverings be worn by employees while at work, while some businesses have implemented mask requirements across their work site. An employer should follow these steps when addressing an employee who refuses to wear a mask while at work. Step one, reinforce the organization's position on masks. Begin by reminding the employee that all employees are required to wear a mask at work. Whether masks are mandated by state or local order or by a workplace policy, the employee must be made fully aware of the employer's position on mask wearing, why the wearing of one is required and the consequences for non-compliance. If the employer is complying with a state or local order, explain how and why the organization is covered under such an order and have copies of the relevant documents available upon request. Direct the employee to a government official or department should they have any questions. If the employer is not subject to a government order, but rather is following CDC and OSHA guidance that employers should encourage employees to wear a mask, advise them of the organization's position. Importantly, inform them that the employer has the right to require that employees wear masks while at work, as stated by the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, EEOC. Explain that cloth face coverings are intended to prevent wearers who have COVID-19 without knowing it, for example, those who are asymptomatic or pre-symptomatic, from spreading potentially infectious respiratory droplets to others. In addition, inform them that the employer is required by the General Duty Clause of the Federal Occupational Safety and Health Act and regulated by OSHA to provide a safe and healthy workplace. As a result, the employer must take measures to protect their employees from recognized hazards such as COVID 19. Notice is critical anytime an employer implements a new workplace policy or makes changes to an existing one. If the employer had not done so already, provide notice to the employee that masks must be worn in the workplace. An employer may choose a variety of ways to provide notice to employees. For example, they could distribute a letter or an email to each employee setting forth the following information. Requirement for employees to wear masks, the reasons why mask is required, for example, state or local mandate, policy to reduce the spread of respiratory droplets, the need for continued social distancing at work, Contact information to use when an employee has questions or concerns, and consequences for not complying with the mask requirements. Consider having employees acknowledge that they received a letter. Also, post a notice on the employer's website or on the intranet if you have one. Employers are strongly urged to post conspicuous signs and other types of notices at all entrances to the workplace as well as in common areas. Point the employee to all signs around the workplace at this point. Signage serves as a regular reminder to employees of the mask requirement and the importance of wearing one during public health emergency. Ensure that the employee feels comfortable and empowered in knowing how to properly wear, dispose of, and launder their mask. For instance, consider providing in-person instruction so everyone is trained on its proper use, and importantly, has the opportunity to raise any questions or concerns during that time. Whether it be via letter or training, remind employees that a cloth face covering should cover an individual's mouth and nose, fit snugly but comfortably against the side of the face, be secured with ties or ear loops, include multiple layers of fabric, allow for breathing without restriction, and be able to be laundered and machine dried without damage or change to its shape. In addition, be consistent with applying the mask requirement across all work sites among all employees. An inconsistent approach may lead employees to believe that mask wearing is optional or simply not necessary. It may also cause unease and fear among those who don't understand that the mask protects against the transmission of COVID-19. Keep in mind that masks and personal protective equipment are required to be worn for certain job positions and in several industries. In these cases, employers will have to ensure that their employees comply and wear a mask at work. However, there are industries where mask covering is dangerous and poses a safety hazard. OSHA has issued interim guidance for several specific industries, for example, manufacturing, that touch upon various issues, including PPE and other controls to reduce potential exposure to COVID-19. Consult industry-specific guidance and regulations on mask wearing for additional information. Step two. Remind the employee of the importance of mask wearing. For many, a sense of fatigue may set in after a period of wearing a mask, or they may become careless in its use or non-use. Remind the employee why the wearing of a mask is important during the pandemic and how it may reduce potential spread to others. However, equally as important, each employee should feel a stake in protecting their fellow employees as well as their loved ones at home. Remind the employee of the role they play in keeping their workplaces and others they interact with, safe from potential spread of the virus. Reducing exposure to COVID-19 is a shared responsibility during this pandemic. Step three, have an open dialogue with the employee. Ask questions aimed at determining the nature of the employee's refusal to wear a mask and listen. Be calm and respectful in order to understand their objections. It may be as simple as acknowledging their objections or concerns and explaining why a mask is required to be worn. Also, the conversation may uncover issues that can be easily resolved. For example, the employee may not have a mask or may not be able to afford a proper fitting mask. In this case, pay for and provide the employee with one. It's also a prudent idea to always have a supply of masks on hand so that they're readily available to those who may not have one or simply left it at home. In some cases, this may not be a pleasant conversation. It may turn hostile, and it's important not to engage in bullying, name-calling, or other personal affronts. If all attempts to de-escalate the situation fail and the employer believes the situation may turn violent, contact law enforcement. Not only does an employer have the right to have a mask-wearing policy, but it also has the right to expel someone from its work site. Step four, consider concerns regarding possible safety hazards. An employee may object over wearing a mask because of concern that it creates an occupational safety hazard. According to the CDC, a cloth face covering should not be worn if its use creates a new risk that exceeds its benefit in reducing the spread of COVID-19. For instance, an employee may refuse to wear a mask because it may obstruct their vision or steam up their glasses or safety goggles. This may be a significant safety issue if the employee performs safety-sensitive tasks like operating a forklift or certain machinery. Also, there exists a risk of face masks, bandanas, or other types of face coverings getting entangled in the machinery or any moving parts, which may result in serious injuries to employees. An employee who operates machinery may therefore object to wearing any type of face covering for fear that it may get snagged by the machinery. In instances where an employee does raise such a safety concern, explore other alternatives to a mask. OSHA, for example, suggests in cases where the employee cannot tolerate wearing a face uh, covering to have the employee use a face shield instead. However, if used, OSHA states the face shield should cover the entire front and all sides of the face and extend below the chin. The bottom line is that if a mask poses a safety hazard, an employee may refuse to wear one. Wearing a mask in such a risky situation may violate OSHA safety regulations. So tread carefully in these situations and try to come to a constructive and safe solution. Step five, address reasonable accommodation issues. An employer may be faced with an employer refusing to wear a mask because they either have a disability or need a reasonable accommodation under the Americans with Disabilities Act or religious accommodation under Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. According to the EEOC guidance on EEO laws, including the ADA, while an employer may require an employee to wear a mask, they must consider providing modified or alternative protection gear absent undue hardship if a disability, for example, asthma or chronic obstructive pulmonary disease exists. If an employee with a disability requests a reasonable combination under ADA for alternative modified protective gear for example, face masks for interpreters or those who communicate with an employee who lip reads. The employer may need to engage in the interactive process with the employee. During this process, ask questions and request information such as medical documentation if necessary to determine whether the employee's disability necessitates an accommodation. It's also likely that the employee may object to wearing a mask because it may exacerbate their mental health condition, for example, an anxiety disorder. In this case, an employer must engage in the same process as they would for another type of disability. If it's determined that the employee does need a reasonable accommodation, offer a reasonable alternative, provided there's no undue hardship on the operation of the business. Reasonable accommodations should be discussed and considered on a case-by-case basis. Accommodations may include measures such as telework, if possible, flexible scheduling to minimize contact with others, breaks to receive fresh air, Changes to the work environment, such as plexiglass, tables, or other barriers to place distance between the employee with a disability and co-workers or the public. Increasing the space between an employee with a disability and others. Eliminating, substituting, or temporarily restructuring particular marginal functions and job duties. Temporary transfer to a different position. Or moving a location where an employee performs work. An employer should assess on a case-by-case basis whether a reasonable accommodation poses an undue hardship. In conducting that assessment, consider several factors, including the nature and net cost of the accommodation, including consideration of outside funding, the overall financial resources of the facility or facilities at issue, the number of individuals employed at the facility at issue, and the effect on expenses and resources. Note that it is possible that an accommodation that would not have posed an undue hardship prior to COVID-19 pandemic may pose one now. In assessing undue hardship, the following may be relevant considerations. The employer's loss of income due to the pandemic, the amount of discretionary funds available at this time when considering the employer's other expenses, and the expected date that current restrictions on an employer's operations will be lifted or new restrictions added or substituted. If a proposed accommodation does result in undue hardship, an employer is not required to provide it. However, it must consider other accommodations that do not pose such a hardship. Similarly, engage in the same process for an employee who who objects to wearing a mask and requests a religious accommodation under Title VII, such as a modified face covering due to religious garb. And note that the consideration of whether a requested accommodation poses an undue hardship is different under Title VII and the ADA. Keep in mind that these conversations are inherently sensitive by nature, so consider having them in private in order to put an employee at ease. Work with the employee to determine accommodation that's reasonable, as well as safe and effective in reducing the transmission of the virus. These discussions should be ongoing as the situation may evolve. And Importantly, remember to document each step of the interactive process in order to create a record and guard against any possible failure to accommodate claims and keep any medical information in a separate file from the employee's personnel file. Also ensure individuals who have the responsibility to receive these accommodation requests are trained to know how to handle them and to recognize the laws that may apply depending on the basis of the request. Note again that several federal laws, such as the OSHA Act, may require employees working in certain jobs, industries, or positions to wear particular items of protective gear, including masks. Step six. Respond to socially or politically driven objections. The wearing of a mask has turned into a social and political statement during this health crisis, so it's likely that an employer may face an employee who refuses to wear one due to their stance on the issue. And while any talk of political or social issues at work is best avoided, an employer may uh, face this discussion head on and in a tactful and respectful manner. First, remember that mask wearing is a policy in place for a reason, and whether it's mandated by the government order or the employer itself for the safety and health of the employees. And as addressed before, explain why there's a mask policy with objective and science-backed facts. Do not get personal or be dragged into political debate. Be as factual as possible. Second, private employees have limited First Amendment rights in the workplace, and their freedom of speech may be limited. Therefore, the employer generally does not have the right to engage in political discourse or employer property, on employer property. So note that some states do explicitly protect political expression. And it's likely that tensions will be flying high. Limit the discussion to the employee's non-compliance with workplace policy. Do not be baited into criticizing the employee's behavior, demeanor, or social or political opinions. And also do not share your personal opinions. Be objective and factual. Importantly, do not open the discussion to other employees. That may result in a very volatile situation, which may lead other employees who may share a similar opinion opting to not wear their masks either. An attempt to have the conversation in private or with a supervisor or manager if there's a chance that things may turn hostile. Also, mask bullying may arise in the workplace as a result of the current politicized environment. An employee may look to garner strength and popularity over others by criticizing those who do not wear a mask in order to make a political or social statement. This type of bullying, as with any other, has significant likelihood to negatively affect morale, compliance, and the work environment in general. Step seven, Take action. The fact is that employers have the right to require masks be worn in their workplace. In jurisdictions mandating masks, they have the legal obligation to do so. That being said, as addressed before, actions taken in response to an employee's refusal to wear a mask depend on the reasons presented. For instance, for those who do need an accommodation, disability-related or religious, engage in the interactive process and provide reasonable accommodation as appropriate. However, if an employee refuses to wear a mask for a reason not due to protected characteristic, then the employer has the right to treat noncompliance as it would any other type of insubordination. Whether the employee refuses to wear the mask because they claim it's uncomfortable or they're taking a political stand, the employer may discipline or terminate the employee. The fact that disciplinary measures could and will be taken against an employee who violates a mask policy should be communicated to all employees at the time the policy is implemented. This will put everybody on notice that such compliance will not be tolerated, non-compliance. However, the discipline imposed may vary based on circumstances. So, for example, if the employee fails to wear a mask because of some mere negligence, mask forgotten at home, right? So, consider providing the employee with verbal coaching and have a documented conversation explaining why the wearing of a mask is important. Inform the employee that further non-compliance with the mask policy could result in disciplinary action up to and including termination. On the other hand, if the employee's refusal to wear a mask is intentional, reoccurring, knowing, or willful, address the situation immediately to respond to the risk of the health and safety of the workforce and those at home. Consider imposing progressive discipline by issuing written warnings first. If it is determined that the employee's actions uh, contribute to an unsafe workplace, consider sending the employees home until appropriate discipline is determined or the employee agrees to comply with the mask policy. Just determine the level of discipline based on the frequency of the employee's failure, refusal to wear a mask, and any other relevant underlying factors. Any documented conversations or warnings should explicitly state that the employer and the employee expect full compliance and that all health and safety standards will be followed. And any continued refusal to adhere to the mask requirement are to be considered an egregious violation, which may result in immediate disciplinary action up to and including termination. And regardless of what disciplinary measures may be taken, be objective. Make it about noncompliance, a workplace policy, or a state or local mandate. Do not make it personal, especially for mask refusal due to political or social reasons. And for employers with unionized employees, they may need to review the collective bargaining agreement before imposing disciplinary action. And it's also important that a mask policy be enforced consistently and not in a discriminatory manner. An inconsistent or lax approach will only need to lead to negativity among employees and a sense that the wearing of a mask is optional or unnecessary. Again, discipline issued for noncompliance of mask policy should be treated as any other type of noncompliance. And finally, step eight, be prepared for violent confrontations. Unfortunately, there are reported instances of confrontations with non-conforming employee turning hostile in a violent encounter. And as recommended by Ocean, employers should already have a workplace violence prevention policy that pro- provides employees with an understanding that violence is not going to be tolerated in the workplace, as well as steps to take when they're faced with an encounter. In light of the current climate, considering COVID-19-related confrontations, including physical attacks in the workplace, violence plan. Be sure to include that there. In the event that an employer believes that an employee may become aggressive and possibly violent during a confrontation, remain calm and attempt to de-escalate the situation. Do not argue with the employee or attempt to physically remove them from the workplace. In accordance with the violence prevention policy, contact law enforcement, discreetly if possible, or direct someone else to do so. To this point, employees should be informed on when and who to contact for assistance in these types of situations. When law enforcement does arrive calmly and objectively, provide them with the details about what's happened or what's occurring, and refrain from turning it into a personal attack on the employee. Follow the law enforcement's lead here and fully cooperate with them. Should the employee be arrested or otherwise adversely affected by law enforcement's involvement, consider taking security precautions in case the employee retaliates in some fashion and put your managers on notice and and remain in communication with law enforcement so they're aware of any concerns and remind employees to direct any fears to their manager and contact law enforcement with immediate concerns. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast and please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode of HR Rescue. The opinions expressed in this program do not represent legal advice, or should they be taken necessarily as the views of HR Shield or its employees.